Luke 13. At that time, some people were there who told Jesus about the Galileans who Pilate had killed while they were offering sacrifices to God. Jesus answered them, because those Galileans were killed in that way, do you think it proves that they were worse sinners than all the other Galileans? No, indeed. And I tell you, if you do not turn from your sins, you will all die as they did. What about those 18 people in Siloam who were killed when the tower fell on them? Do you suppose that this proves that they were worse than all the other people living in Jerusalem? No, indeed. And I tell you, if you do not turn away from your sins, they will all die as you did. Then Jesus told them this parable. There was once a man who had a fig tree growing in his vineyard. He went looking for figs, but found none. So he said to his gardener, Look, for three years I've been coming here to get fruit from this tree. And there just hasn't been anything. Cut it down. Why should it be carrying on? But the gardener answered, Leave it alone, sir, just one more year. I'll dig it around and put some more manure in. And if the tree bears figs next year, so much the better. If not, then you can cut it down. One Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in a synagogue. A woman there had an evil spirit. That had made her ill for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called out to her, Woman! Woman, you are free from your illness. 
he placed his hands on her. And at once she straightened herself up and began praising God. The official at the synagogue was really angry that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. So he spoke up and said to all the people, There are six days in which we should work. So come during those days and be healed. But not on the Sabbath. The Lord answered him. You hypocrites. Any one of you would untie his ox or his donkey from the stall and take it out to give it water on the Sabbath. Now here is a descendant of Abraham whom Satan has kept bound up for 18 years. Should she not be released on a Sabbath? His answer made his enemies ashamed of themselves. While the people rejoiced over all the wonderful things that he did. Jesus asked, what is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it with? It is like this. A man takes a mustard seed and sows it in a field. The plant grows and becomes a tree. And the birds come and make nests in the branches. Again, Jesus asked, what shall I compare the kingdom of God with? It is like this. A woman takes some yeast and mixes it with 40 litres of flour. Until the whole batch of dough rises. Jesus went through towns and villages. teaching the people and making his way towards Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Sir, will just a few people be saved? Jesus answered them, Do your best to go in through the narrow door. Because many people will surely try to go, will surely be able to go, but will not be able to. The master of the house will get up and close the door. Then when you stand outside and begin to knock 
on the door and say, Open the door for us, sir. He will answer you. I don't know you. Where have you come from? Then you will answer. We ate and drank with you. You taught us in your in town. But he will say again. I don't know where you come from. Get away from me, all you wicked people. How you will cry and grind your teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God. While you are thrown out, people will come from the east and the west, from the north and the south, and sit down at the feast in the kingdom, in the kingdom of God. Then those who are now last will be first. And those who are now first will be last. At that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus. And they said to him, you must get out of here and go elsewhere because Herod is going to kill you. Jesus said to them, Go and tell that fox. I'm driving out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow. Then on the third day I will finish my work. Yet I must be on my way today and tomorrow. And the next day. It is not right for a prophet to be killed anywhere except in Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you kill the prophets, you stone the messengers. The messages, messages God has sent you. How many times have I wanted to put my arms around you all? Just as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings. But you would not let me. And so your temple will be abandoned. I assure you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say God bless him who comes in the name of the Lord 
Luke 14. One day Jesus went to eat at a meal at a home of one of the leading Pharisees. And people there were watching Jesus closely. A man whose legs and arms were swollen came to Jesus. Then Jesus directed his attention to the teachers of the law and the Pharisees. Does that law allow healing on the Sabbath or not? But they would not say anything. Then Jesus took the man, healed the man, and then sent him away. Then Jesus said to them, If any one of you had a son, or even an ox that fell into a well, on the Sabbath, would you not pull him out at once? But they were not able to answer him about this matter. Jesus noticed some of the guests were choosing the best places. That is the best places to sit. So he told them the parable. When someone invites you to a wedding feast, do not sit down at the best place. It could be that someone more important than you has been invited by the host. Then the host would come and say to you, Let him have this place. Then you would be embarrassed and would have to sit at the lowest place. Instead, when you're invited, go and sit at the lowest place so that your host will come to you and say, Come on up, my friend, to this seat next to me. This will bring you honour in front of all your guests. For everyone who makes himself great will be humbled. And whoever anyone attempts to be humbled, he will be made great. Then Jesus said to his host, when you give a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or relatives or even rich neighbours for they will invite you back. 
for in this way you will be paid for what you did. When you give a feast, invite the poor, crippled, lame and the blind, and you will be blessed because they are not able to pay you back. God will repay you on the day the good people will rise from death. When one of the men sitting at a table heard this, he said to Jesus, How happy are those who will sit, who will sit down at the feast in the kingdom of God. Jesus said to him, there was once a man who was giving a great feast to which he invited many people. When it was time for the feast, he sent his servant to tell his guest, come, everything is ready. But they all began, one after another, to make excuses. The first one told the servant, I've bought a field and I've got to go and check it out. Please accept my apologies. Another said, I have bought five pairs of oxen and now I am on my way to try them out. Please accept my apologies. Another one said, I just got married, so I, I can't come, sorry. The servant went back and told all this to his master. The master was furious and said to his servant, hurry out to the streets and the alleys of the town and bring back the poor, crippled, blind and the lame. Soon the servant said, Your order has been carried out, but there is room for more. So the master replied, Go out to the country roads and lanes and bring those people in so that my house will be full. I tell you, all that none of those men who were invited will taste my dinner. Once again, there was a large crowd walking along with Jesus. He turned to them and said, 
Whoever comes to me cannot be my disciple unless he loves me more than he loves his father, his wife, his children, his brothers and his sisters. More than he loves himself. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be discipled. If any one of you is building a tower, he first sits down and works out the cost to see if he has enough money for the job. If he doesn't, he will not be able to finish the work even to lay the foundations. And all those who see what, what happened will laugh. This man began to build but can't finish the job. They will say. If a king goes out with 10,000 men to fight another king, who comes against him with 20,000, he will work out if he is strong enough to face the other king. If he doesn't have enough, he'll send out a messenger to meet the other king and ask for terms of peace while there is still time. In the same way concluded Jesus, none of you can be my disciple unless he gives up everything he has. Salt is good, but if it loses its saltiness, there is no way to make it salty. It is no good for, for the soil or the manure heap. It is thrown away. Listen then if you have ears. Luke 15. One day when many tax collectors and other outcasts came to listen to Jesus, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law started grumbling. This man welcomes outcasts and even eats with them. So Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. What does he do? He leaves the 99 sheep in the pasture and looks for the one that has been lost until he finally finds it. When he finds it, he puts it on his shoulders and carries it back home. 
Then he calls his friends and neighbours together and says to them, I am so happy I have found my lost sheep. Let us celebrate. In the same way I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 respectable people who do not need to repent. Or suppose a woman who has 10 silver coins and she loses one of them. What does she do? She lights a lamp, sweeps the house and looks carefully everywhere until she finds it. When she finds it, she calls her friends. Calls her friends and neighbours together and says to them, I'm so happy I found the lost coin. So let us celebrate. In the same way I tell you, the angels of God rejoice over one sinner who repents. Jesus went on to say, there was once a man who had two sons. The younger one said to him, Give me my share of the property. So the man divided the property between his two sons. After a few days, the younger son sold his part of the property and left home with the money. He went to a country far away where he wasted his money in reckless living. He spent everything he had. Then a severe famine spread over the whole country and he was left without anything. So he went to work for one of the citizens of that country who sent him out to to his farm to take care of the pigs. He wished he could fill himself with bean pods that the pigs ate, but no one gave him anything to eat. At last he came to his senses and said, All my father's hired workers have more than they can eat. And here I am about to starve. I'm going to get up and go and see my father. And say, Father, I have sinned against you, against God and you. I am no longer to be fit to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired workers. So he got up and started back to his father. He was still a long way 
off from his home when his father saw him. His heart was filled with pity. He ran and threw his arms around his son and kissed him. Father, the son said, I have sinned against God and against you. I am no longer to be called your son. But the father called his servants. Hurry, he said. Bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger, shoes on his feet. Then go and get the prized calf and kill it. And let us celebrate with a feast. For this son of mine was dead. But now he's alive. He was lost and now has been found. And so the feasting began. In the meantime, the elder son was out in the field. On his way back, when he came close to the house, he heard the music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him, what's going on? Your brother has come back home. The servant answered, and your father has killed the prize calf because he is safe and sound. But the brother was so angry that he would not go in the house. So his father came out and begged him to come in. But he answered his father, Look, I have worked for you all these years like a slave. I've never disobeyed any of your orders. But what have you given me? Not even a goat for me to have a feast with my friends. But this son of yours has wasted all your property on prostitutes. And when he comes back home, he prays, you kill the prize car for him. My son, the father answered, you are always here with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be happy because your brother was dead, but is now found.